that tire buckles like a wake-up call. You abide by the rules, but you don't have a law. You know I want it all, and I don't care if I gotta bring you through the world and rumble just to see you fall. This might be standing to you, but this is what I dream. It's cause I want it more. You went and pulled the steel ladder, wrapped the climb into the top, and then you hesitated. If you ain't reaching for the belt, the hell you want it for? I got more attitude than rock back in 97. Second prayers, leave you buried like I've been the reverend. We've been convinced seconds, the final call is in. I give it all the way, no matter who's been following. When it costs to say you've been the great That three count is the passing Now you sealed your fate A lot of people claim they want it Most will come and go But I'm committed for forever Welcome to the show Hey guys and welcome to the Bro Wrestling Show With me as always is Logan Yeah And Some sports entertainment happened this week Sure did uh, We kicked off Raw with the uh, The wild card rule Yep. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on that bad boy? Uh, my thoughts are Vince is getting grilled a little bit for his uh, his, his ratings, ratings being in the mm-hmm. in the in the pooper, which uh, is unfortunate. Um, I mean, not so much that the ratings or that Vince is getting grilled or what. It's just that it it breaks up the the brand split a little bit. It kind of makes it seem like the brand split isn't going to be around that much longer. Although, you know, with them going to Fox, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. That was another thing that I thought of is with the, um, with the, the separate network deal. I was wondering if this was a workaround they had for the, the talent that each one was kind of petitioning for. Yeah, maybe. That or Vince just like woke up one day and had this idea in his head. However, he comes up with ideas mm-hmm. and started saying things. Yeah. And next week he's going to act like it didn't happen at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it can and will lead to some cool moments. I think we already got one on Tuesday. Um, but for the most part, this is just going to be, you know, kind of undermining the, the brand split and, pushing us closer and closer to just the one big shared roster again. Well, I, I get having like a couple of guys on each show, but like having a championship match for the other show on your show uh while, you know, watching a almost 20 minute Kofi and Daniel Bryan match on raw is mm -hmm. probably the best thing that's happened on raw since. Yeah. I don't know. 2000. Yeah, this uh, thing that's ha- that happened on Raw this week was a SmackDown match. It just seems like, I, I don't know. And then we didn't see the women at all. No. Like, that was odd. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, uh, I thought I had read something somewhere that they were, uh, they didn't like that the uh, amidst all the other ratings, apparently the like the women's segments are doing amongst the worst. Yeah, so, that's... I wonder if they're going to be toning that down. I don't know. They're. I feel like they can't with the position that they put themselves in, trying to make it such mm-hmm. a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think people are just tired of it. Like WrestleMania happened. Like if football kept happening after the Super Bowl, would you keep watching it? Right. No. 
No, just yeah. This happens every year. I mean, I know they're hitting like record lows, but less and less people, as time goes on, less and less people are watching TV as it's happening. Right. Save for live sports, which, uh, mind you, this company has gone out of their way to emphasize that they're entertainment and not, uh, like sports. I know they're sports entertainment, but they've de-emphasized the like sport aspect, the wrestling. You know, it became a taboo phrase there for a while where you couldn't even say wrestling. Didn't they They'd pretty end- much? Didn't they pretty much only do that because Vince McMahon was getting sued though? Um, I was under the impression that it was like a branding thing. See, yeah. there was there's wrestling, and then there's the WWE. My understanding was like the first time that it came out, like that wrestling wasn't real. It was Vince McMahon kill, like doing it, like mm-hmm. because of some lawsuit he was involved in, or something happening. I I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Oh no, it's a it's a work or whatever." And then that's when people started to like smarten up to it. So Vince McMahon essentially killed the business. One way or another, it seems. Yeah. I think that they're in a lot of trouble with AEW just like a couple of months away. I mean, we've got their first pay-per-view at the end of this month, but they've got a TV deal set for like October. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good luck, WWE. Uh, they don't need it. <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to be there no matter what. Mm-hmm. I realize that, but I don't know. I'm wondering if this might be like a bad sign for AEW though, too, because what if people are just down on wrestling in general? Yeah, because I think that's the that's the takeaway. Um, and with them, like I don't know, they're not going to get the leniency with their network that like USA is going to give the WWE mm-hmm. as an established product. I don't know. I, I'm wondering why they went with the TV deal instead of like a streaming deal. But I don't know. I get it. Like you just swing for the fences and everything, but like the whole point is like all in, double or nothing. It's all gambling. I get it. <clears throat> yeah. But <laughs> when uh, when that falls through, I, I don't know. I I just hate to like see it not get off the ground. I guess. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it won't, but like, I don't know. It just seems like wrestling in general is just kind of teetering off. I mean, outside of the indie scene anyway. Yeah. Um, Yep. (laughs) Guess we'll see. We shall see. Um, so Roman Reigns kicks off this episode of Raw, even though he's on SmackDown. And he didn't ask permission. Well, he oh. did. He did request permission, and they said no. And he came anyway because he's Roman Reigns. He's yeah. He's the anti-authority figure. He's rebellious. He's defiant. He's not. He's not the one that uh, management wants. You know. Nope. He's he's the underdog. He's the big underdog. He's the big underdog. <laughs> Um, and then we got 
Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston out as well. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, we're having later on tonight Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre because that was such a great match at WrestleMania. Yeah. So nice they got to do it twice. And the WWE Heavyweight Championship rematch. Mm hmm. Couple WrestleMania rematches. WrestleMania All- classics. Mm-hmm. Although, <laughs> it was good to see Daniel Bryan back and, like, not dead, so. Yeah. That was a plus. Mm hmm. Um. Did you kind of like half expect, like with this segment, for them to cancel like the championship match and have Daniel Bryan and Drew McIntyre versus Kofi and Roman Reigns? Yeah, I mean that's kind of the the wrestling format is uh, people kind of come out and get involved in one segment and yeah, I was kind of surprised that one of those matches didn't turn into a tag, right? Um, and then we have more talking when, uh, AJ Styles decides to come out. Mm-hmm. Then. This is he, where we got our tag this match. Is, this is where we got our tag match. Um, we had Seth Rollins and AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley. Somehow, and. I guess. This was yeah. supposed to be a punishment for mm-hmm. whatever the hell talking yeah. to the boss. And you're not going to uh, guess what happened. Um, the partners who are actually opponents, um, they uh, one of them attacks the other one. Maybe mm-hmm. or maybe not. Yep. And uh, Baron Corbin got the, got the pin and win. Mm-hmm. Over the Universal Champion. Yep. Because that makes sense. Well, you know, they gotta heat him up for his uh, Money in the Bank one. God, if they give him the freaking thing again, that might be it for me. <laughs> that might actually just be it for me. Um, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. This was not one of his better segments, and then he got no. thrown in a dumpster. Yep. Because they're bringing back the dumpster reference. Do you remember the, what was it, the, was it Sammy and Braun that had, like, the trash match before? It was Kalisto. Kalisto. Oh, Kalisto yeah. came out next, I think. Is Kalisto on the Lucha House Party, or am I being racist? No, oh, you're being correct. Okay. And so he came out next. Mm-hmm. Um, It was around the same time, though, right? Like when Sammy got the whatever the survival win over. Yeah, it was during Braun's like ascension, if you will, when they're like building him up. It was. It might have even been his first like actual like set sort of program. Yeah. Yeah. Still no real direction from Sammy Zayn because nobody wants to see a Sammy Zayn Baron Corbin feud. Or not, not Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman. Ah, such a star that you can't help but think about him. I think they're just both stale. 
Yeah, I mean, no direction for Braun or Sammy here, and I don't think this is where – this is kind of something we touched on a couple episodes ago, but the way this Sammy Zayn character was trending, like you really needed to nail the the opponents uh, because – like stale Braun Strowman, people you know like to like roar when he comes out, and they like to say get these hands at opportune times. But I don't know that they're necessarily behind the guy right now. Right. Um. So we'll see. Yeah. So that was boring, and then um, we had the Lucha House Party come out, and some jobbers who only actually one of them actually got into the ring. Hmm. Then that ended. Um, why am I supposed to care? I guess is my real question. I don't know. I mean, I, it seems like they're they're trying to. This is the first step. This isn't the match that's going to make you care. But this was kind of a, hey, remember these guys? Look, they won. You know, like remember that next week maybe or. I don't know. It, it seems like they're they're trying. I don't know what other reason that they would have Lucha House Party on TV in a squash other than they are trying to build up the tag division. and Other than to beat the Revival. Right. <laughs> it's coming. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Oh, it's coming. It might even be next week. Um, Ricochet versus Robert Roode. And this was... To decide if Robert Roode would get the spot in the Money in the Bank or if Ricochet would keep his. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricochet got his win back in a very mediocre match. Yeah. Yep. Um, Lacey Evans then had a match against a very orange woman. <laughs> and she wins. What is it called? The women's right. Women's right. Yep. And that that was cool. B plus. Yeah. Um. Then we had Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus the Viking Raiders in a non-title match. Mm-hmm. And the Viking Raiders are are one. So I guess they're setting up a. Yeah. Final match that somehow they'll get it. I don't know. No, don't... they'll they'll win, it, which is kind of unfortunate because I think they kind of need to be built. They need to be on TV, but like this does not make me feel good about uh, the, the the last thing that Raw needs right now with the tag division. I mean, other than just not doing anything with them, is to. Uh, put the belts on like one team and just let them stomp everybody out. Like it needs to be developed. <laughs> also, uh, it's not going to help the Viking Raiders like win over any fans. Cause everybody kind of wants right. the major brothers to be title or to mm-hmm. be champions mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Yep. And it also gives me concern for, it seems like the Usos might just be fodder for, the Viking Raiders. They might also be like the big like summer feud for them too. I don't. Think oh yeah, else they will be. be the feud, but that they, they they won't be beating them. Well, it's not the worst thing in the world. At least like the Raiders are good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at and least then also we're not Raiders. watching like the Matadors like mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. It could be worse. It could be better. Mm-hmm. It's fine, though. Yeah. Let's just put them right in the title picture immediately. Uh-huh. Take away anything that we might possibly want to see at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Baron and Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley could form a, a f- like a formal official tag team. Yeah, I, I don't. Nobody wants to see that. Quit making predictions like that. You already have one come true. <laughs> That's dangerous. I have the power. <laughs> God, they're gonna be like the most bland freaking tag team ever. It's gonna be like DOA from back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. They were the worst. They got wins though for some reason. Yeah, but they were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, big time. Hey, now we had a Firefly Funhouse. Oh, we did, yeah. And apparently, we're finally going to find out what the hell he's talking about next week. So, oh, really? That's what they said. He's going to come out and explain his like cryptic messages next mm-hmm. week. So, well, I bet he won't. Uh, I also don't know that he's quite ready for um for him to like be in wrestling yet. I don't think it's been quite long enough with these. I'd like to see these, like more of these. Although the one thing that they did this week that they haven't done before that I did not like uh, was not once but twice did they cut to uh, bored people in the audience with like the Titan Tron up so you could tell that this was a wrestling show and the wrestling fans were watching this at the wrestling show. Yeah. So I wonder if they got some like network feedback that were like people that are channel surfing. Cause that still happens these days. If they, you know, get here on this channel when this is going on, they're not going to know it's wrestling and they're going to keep going. Or they're going to which you'd say, maybe you should disguise the fact that it's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would prepare myself for some disappointment. Yeah. And um, I don't even know. <laughs> I I don't know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nothing. No. Nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Um, I had something else to add to that actually, and I don't remember what it was. Something mm-hmm. negative. Maybe it's best left unsaid. I'll probably remember it, and I'll just randomly say it later on in the show. But yeah, um, so that was a thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Apparently he's trying to get Luke Harper to be in the Firefly Funhouse. Luke Harper does not want to do that. No. They I kinda, can't imagine. Yeah. They kind of screwed him a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they might just pay him to stay at home until he's in his 40s. Yeah. Um. Man. Ross sucks. Like, it really sucks. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything that actually, aside from, like, the main event that was actually good. I'm still into the fun house. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. 
you're you're just you're getting you're getting you're enjoying something that's just ultimately going to let you down because you know. Yeah, as soon as next week, it sounds like. <laughs> you got to keep in mind, like this was a guy who, had he not gotten the mumps, would have been cross-dressing, having a match with the demon. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It it kind of feels to me like they don't actually have a plan for it. Because this seems like the exact kind of thing they would do. is like, oh, we don't have a plan, but we're going to come up with something. Because that's the Bray Wyatt character, so they don't actually have a plan mm-hmm. for it. And then they get the House of Horrors match. Yeah. And Bray Wyatt dressing like a woman and doing <laughs> promos. Um, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. But what really pulled it out of the mud was uh, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre um, having a rematch, and then Shane McMahon and Elias getting involved. Yep, that's what. It's uh, exactly the 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 kick in the pants that the show needed. And then I think the Miz came out here too, didn't he? He did. Yeah, that that happened. He did, and then they had this, uh, uh, the little, like, uh, parking lot brawl or whatever you'd want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say something that I, I liked, uh, at least from, like, the production standpoint is, um, they kept it on, like, one static shot. Like, uh, you know, there weren't, like, so many times, and it, it's something you don't even really notice because you're just so used to it over the years, but, um, is when like something bad and unexpected or whatever happens backstage, and yet there's multiple cameramen able to provide multiple angles mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that were like right there on the spot. Or this one, all we had is like the one, the one angle, and then like they'll even do the thing from like inside the car, where they'll have like a GoPro or something like mounted in the car, and so like. We didn't get that. We just saw, like, from the one angle we had, we saw it all, and then Shane, like, got in the car and sped off. Um, so, like, if, if WWE is going to start doing the, um, you know, taking the, it's, it's, it's something that has been accepted. I don't know that anybody's really calling for, like, ah, oh, man, you know what would really fix wrestling is if they explained how there were so many cameras backstage. And, like, you know, um, but, just little stuff like that. I know in NXT, um, and this may or may not be a Triple H thing, but uh, in NXT, whenever there's something like this, they always go out of their way to explain, you know, why there is, uh, you know, a, a camera person or like production crew back there. It'll be because somebody's having a photo shoot or they're doing an interview, and then like off in the background, some commotion will happen, and they'll. They'll be like, oh, well, that's more interesting than this, so they'll go check that out. And I don't know. It's like it's the little things, you do, know. Do you feel like it's just going to get worse when the XFL starts happening and Vince McMahon starts paying all of his attention to that but still insists on running raw? Oh, it might just get worse. Well, that's something to look forward to, I guess. Right? Because, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. The attention will be diverted, but will he allow himself to be displaced from the products completely or will he just be 
just as hands-on, but like removed? Like, will he have less time to, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, up next, we had the segment of the night. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows versus The Revival. But just wait. Before that could happen, <sighs> there Boy. was there was a spot with some, some Usi hot. Usi hot. So here are your favorite tag team of all time. <laughs> hey man, this was a this is kind of a week of two Usos here. Is we got the pranksters one night, and then we had like you know the like all time tag team the next night. Uh, but yeah, this was ridiculous. And then <laughs> last week we had them like spying on people in the shower. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait for AEW. Um, yep. I, I don't think I need to even say anything else about this. Yeah. Lars Sullivan obliterates No Way Jose, which apparently is something that he might do in real life given the opportunity. <laughs> I wonder where this is going. Uh, apparently Lars Sullivan is a horrible Despicable racist. Despicable human being, yeah. A horrible racist who thinks that rape is funny. Yep. So that's neat. Um, well, in his defense, at one point in time, he thought it was funny. How, how long ago was it? Like last week? Was it? I don't know. It was, uh, he was, it was, it was on some message board, so it had to have been a while ago. Right, Nobody I thought it was from, like, much. years ago, which doesn't excuse it. Or anything. This isn't, like, uh, when that, like, uh, string of baseball player tweets were found, like, last summer, and it was like, oh, look what these guys said when they were 17. Can you imagine that they didn't say intelligent things when they were 17 years old? This was, like, when this guy was, because Lars is kind of old, turns out. Yeah. This would have been when he was, like, uh, around the age of 30 or so. Uh, and he was, yeah, he was, he was working on his edgy internet persona. Uh, yeah, I, I think he should catch some, some shit for this. And, uh, it sounds as though the company is hoping it just kind of gets swept under the rug. So, well, the problem is that they have one of their, uh, entertainer friends out there very vocally against him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you heard about that or not. Um, what's his name? Wale? Whale? Oh, Wale. Okay. Yeah, Wale. I know Big E came out and like said some stuff, but only well because he's friends with uh, Wale. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Wale basically, like somebody defended him for his tweets, and he said that's just what white people say to justify like racism or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, sent a bunch of middle finger emojis, like, at Lars Sullivan. <laughs> but they were black middle fingers. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to get swept under the rug. And I don't want to say that I hope his career is over, but I hope he's we don't have to watch him on Raw and SmackDown every week. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Circumstances suck, but you know. 
Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have been a shithead. How about that? <laughs> if you got hate in your heart, <laughs> keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, he came out, took out No Way Jose, and uh, yep. Man, they really missed an opportunity on that No Way Jose, didn't they? Yep. So, to end it all, finally, mm-hmm. slow death, uh, WWE Championship match, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And this was actually a good one. I mean, I, we knew it was going to be a good one, but it right. was actually a good match that was on Raw to close out the show. Mm-hmm. And not a segment or some kind of like fuckery or... Uh, whatever else you typically get from WWE. Right. Yeah, no, it was just a, they just went out and tore it down. And. Yeah, I don't know. Is it weird, like, not seeing any members of, like, the New Day with Kofi? A little, but it's also kind of. I kind of like it. Yeah, but even in, like, the celebration afterwards. Well, their biggie is real hurt, and. Uh, Xavier Woods' storyline hurt, so I don't know. I'm fine. It makes it seem like it's more of a. I mean, not that he. I mean, he. It, part of the storyline is that he did need them to get the match, but it was also kind of like acknowledged that that he had earned the match himself, and that was kind of just a formality. But I don't know. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I, I think it's having him like close raw, like winning by himself and then celebrating by himself, I think makes him feel like more of a singles guy. Especially if you are correct and your uh, Biggie's coming back and turning on him. Oh, he's. A, I was about to ask, do you think that he is 100% coming back and turning on them? And I think no. the answer is yes, yes. Well, I don't know. Now that, uh, now that Kevin Owens is like turned on him. Right. And where was Kevin Owens like this entire night? Well, you only get three people, and they got five people. So, <laughs> uh, this no. wasn't enough. They have to they have to stick to these rules. When Vince McMahon says that only three people can jump over, he means it. <laughs> he means no more than five. No more than five. <laughs> Or six. Six would have been ridiculous, but five is is okay. Yeah, well. Uh, what does WWE need to do to not <clears throat> crash and burn? Because they're a hundred percent like at this at the way things are going, they are a hundred percent going on like Fox Sports One. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really know. I mean, because the things I'm into, it turns out the like broader audience isn't into. I, honestly, I think it's just people don't want to be told when to watch TV. They want to be able to. Uh, I mean, wrestling's not really something that you could binge, but um, you know, they want to be able to like watch it at their leisure sometime within the week of it having happened. Um. They want to like fast forward, rewind, whatever. Um, and then they also don't really want to sit down and watch three hours. 
And I realized, yeah, you, when you watch like a game, you're watching it for, you know, uh, probably an average of three hours. Um, but I don't know. It's not the same thing. It is not. Is, so, and, and also those, um, whatever sport you want to use the analogy for, those all have off seasons. So it's not 52 weeks of always sitting down and watching, you know, your three hour episode of Raw. Along with, mind you, you would also get the very next night, it would be like having to watch 52 straight weeks again of another, you know, thing. And then mix in like once a month, sometimes two a month, um, an additional, uh, five, six hours. Great. Well, it's too much. We get an opportunity to miss football. We don't get an opportunity to miss wrestling. Yeah. The only way to miss wrestling is to take yourself out of it and then come back. Right. But it's you have still no going idea on. What's going on? And right. all these new people, mm-hmm. and all yeah. of a sudden, this guy's getting a push. Why is this guy? Like, how confused do you think people were mm-hmm. when they went away and Triple H was in DX, and then they came back and Triple H was beating everybody? Yeah. In his reign of terror. Hmm. I don't know. It's. Yeah. So to answer your question. Uh, there's, I don't think that there is anything they can do, uh, to fix, uh, the like TV situation. What they need to do is, and this is why I'm not in, uh, television production because I don't have the answer, but, uh, it's figuring out how to adapt and change with the times and to capitalize on what the audiences are now. So basically, you've got Vince McMahon, who might be the most out of touch human being on the planet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> Wrestling's dead. Everything's <laughs> gone. You heard it here first. It's been a good run. Just kidding. I'm I'm pretty sure like Hornet's been screaming about this for years. Mm-hmm. I think he should b- come back and run a promotion. Or at least be heavily involved in it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he will be, but it's fine. This is fine. I need to go and watch those Dark Side of the Rings, actually. Yeah, man. Uh, they've been really good. It's been some of the best wrestling content uh, put out uh, in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's like different because you know documentaries can be like so perfectly edited and like put together and stuff versus like a live one shot like okay here we go what we're gonna do is what's going out um, but no those have all been really good um, like the the Von Eriks one is the one that aired most recently um, but so far we've had the uh, Macho and Liz. Uh, Screwjob, Brody, and, uh, Von Eriks. So. Uh, have you watched, been, have you watched all of them? I've watched every single one. Yeah. 
I, I think the Brody King one has kind of been done before, hasn't it? Or wasn't that like the pilot one that they presented or something like that? So I feel like that one had gotten some exposure. Um, yeah, I think like dating back to uh, no later than like WrestleMania week was when they uh, kind of screened and premiered the uh, the Bruiser Brody one. I saw another, um, actually High Spots had a Bruiser Brody documentary that I watched that was really good too, so. And that's a guy who like, you know, because of what happened to him and not, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's a sport where like people get hurt and like sometimes die. You're like, you're, you're Owen Hearts of the world and, uh, uh, was it Masawa who died in the ring in Japan? Um, where people, oh, and then Paraguayo most recently, um, where people, you know, have died, but it's all been because of, you know, a, like, mishap within the, like, the product itself, whereas this was, like, uh, sour grapes backstage, and a guy got stabbed. Um, but Brosie's, Brody is an interesting guy, uh, because he, while he, you know, he had his, like, random intersections with the company, he, was one of the like bigger names to never really be fully integrated in the the WWE family. He was essentially the original Kenny Omega. <laughs> and he would have been uh would have been somebody that you would have thought would be right up their alley. Mhm. Well, I think they were trying to get him in like <clears throat> at different points and he just didn't like what they were putting down, so Probably not, because I mean his shtick. I mean, I'm not much of like a like the blood and like gore match guy, but and that's that's probably where the the biggest clashing of heads would have come is them asking him to tone it down and and be like, no, this is my act. So right. Well, they did get Ambrose, so you know. <laughs> did Ambrose toned it down. I know that. I think that's yeah. And Ambrose is leaving too. Like, first yeah, opportunity but... he's gotten since he got there, he left. He was like, nah. Need a weed whacker and stab people in the head with forks. <laughs> Have you ever watched his CCW stuff? No, because that stuff makes my stomach churn. Oh, it's awful. He was, like, literally, like, stabbing and being stabbed in the head with a fork, mm-hmm. like a kitchen fork. Yeah, I hope he... Unless he's... Uh... If that's what he's, I, I mean, I wish him the best of luck. But if that's the path he's going down, then no, I don't think he is. I'm not going with him. There's a lot of talk of MLW, mm-hmm. which is a more traditional wrestling, for the most part, more yeah. traditional. Mm-hmm. It's one Crockett's somewhat affiliated with, not Crockett, Cornette, Cornette. Sorry, did you ever watch the Crockett Cup? I didn't. Or any of the matches. You should at least go back and watch all this. I want to watch the, uh, that scroll, all this match. Yeah. And maybe the, uh, the tag final, even like do the first round we had, uh, where you had the, uh, the rock and roll express versus, uh, the, uh, crazy guys, the chicken farmers. Crap. Oh, the Briscoes, the Briscoes. Yeah. Yep. That was a thing that happened. Interesting. Yeah. Because 60-year-old men should definitely be wrestling the Briscoes. <laughs> <laughs> it was good stuff. 
Um, I guess, uh, so on to SmackDown Live, this was considerably better than Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, Typically is. We had a fun little kickoff where Kofi Kingston offers AJ Styles and Sami Zayn a WWE Championship opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so I had a, an odd gripe about this uh, this open. I actually I liked that the show kicked off with AJ Styles. I thought it was cool. Um, I think if this wild card thing is going to like maintain going forward, I I think I would have like tried to prolong AJ as long as possible, but. Uh, I get like really wanting to make an impact like right away with uh, this wild card. But all that being said, uh, AJ comes out or doesn't come out, that's fine. But he did come out, and um, I don't know if this was him saying this or they they like wrote this in. But for him to say, "Man, have I missed this place?" and it's it's been less than a month. <laughs> It didn't bother you that Sami Zayn was just in a dumpster the last time we saw him, and then magically he was uh, not and perfectly no. fine. And even when Braun Strowman came back, he had grease and shit all over him. But Sami Zayn well, somehow was able to contort his little body around whatever the hell would be crushing mm-hmm. him and survived. Yeah. No, that didn't bug me at all. Okay. Uh, what bugged me was the, uh, I don't know, like I get AJ and SmackDown are, you know, they're, they're somewhat synonymous with each other. He's but the face that runs the place, Logan. The face that ran the place. <laughs> well, if the wild card's a thing, he's still gonna continue to run the place, cause it's not gonna be Roman Reigns. But like, and I, <laughs> I, I, I like the, situationally, like this would have been fine. I think that's my gripe, is this would have been a really cool moment, like, uh, like on the other side of SummerSlam or like something like that, or AJ had been, he had been on SmackDown all this time, then he gets drafted to Raw and he just stays on Raw. And even if other people are using this wild card thing to appear like multiple times before we even see AJ, um, and then, you know, to have had exactly what they did. I don't think there was anything wrong with what they actually did for like SmackDown to start. There'd be all the intros, the graphics. Welcome to SmackDown Live. Uh, you know, like here this week from wherever the heck they are. Um, and then the AJ music hits and just imagine like, ah, he's back. Like the, 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 the house that AJ Styles built, you know, but instead it was like, uh, it's been three weeks since I've been here. It'll probably be three weeks till I'm on here again. It's like we were talking about with wrestling. You, <laughs> you can't miss something if it's not gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it was a it was a minor gripe, but like, because like I said, the uh, it, the only thing wrong with it was when it happened. If this doesn't happen in May, even if it happens in June or July, it's just like it just hasn't been long enough that like I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Are you saying you're not having a good time on Raw because you've been there? You got like a number one contendership your you first night. You hundred percent know he's not having a good time on Raw. Right, you know, you know what I mean. I'm not having a good time watching Raw. I can't imagine working there is fun. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, you're right. They definitely should have like held off on that trigger for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Although Sami Zayn alone doesn't really seem like a big enough draw for a contender match. Well, it could have been any other like guy from Raw who's anywhere towards the top of the card. We could have gotten a Randy Orton throwback. Yeah. We'll just wait till he yeah, wins money could, in the it, bank. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do if Randy Orton wins the money in the bank match? Honestly, that wouldn't be the most offensive outcome. No, Baron Corbin would be, but it would be the second most. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Randy Orton winning the Royal Rumble a couple of years ago. I mean, so this doesn't have anything to do with Orton because they could do this with anybody, but one thing that they really haven't done, they did mistakenly once because they thought the guy was hurt, and so they were trying to not have the briefcase like off of the roster for months. Um, is have the briefcase actually change hands post match. Like somebody wins it and then something leads to an, another and yada, yada, yada. They have a match for the briefcase. Uh, the one time I remember I, they've done matches for the briefcase, but ultimately the original winner always made, uh, retains it. Um, the one time they did switch hands was, after Kennedy won, uh, Mr. Kennedy won at WrestleMania 23, I think. Um, they thought that he like tore some ligaments in his shoulder and it was going to be one of those like nine months to a year thing where it turned out it was just like a sprain, <laughs> but they took the briefcase off him and put him on edge. Uh, and then he was back at like the end of the month with no briefcase and edge was world champion. Yeah, I but, liked, so, I liked Kennedy. Yeah, he had a he had a good run in WWE. He was kind of a, when he was like reeled in a little bit and focused. Some guys, uh, a lot of people like kind of nitpick and uh, complain about how heavily scripted and you know lines are written for people. But some people need that, and that would be that would always be my exhibit A. For some guys, just need a, a script. <laughs> they need to be told exactly what they need to do because they have the charisma, they have like the character, but they don't have the like <laughs> ability to think for themselves. I guess Bill Goldberg isn't your exhibit A. Uh but well, I think what I would like about Kennedy is like he can actually like talk, like he has <laughs> yeah. charisma, but like he doesn't have like <sighs> I don't. I, Saying he doesn't have the creative mind makes it sound like he's an idiot, but it's just like when you're like materials bad, like he just can't come up with good stuff. But like if somebody wrote something for him, he could like deliver it well. But when he got to go to other companies and like he's like, oh, I'm like a big star from the WWE. And they're like, what do you want to talk about? He's like, I got this. And he would do like recycled family guy jokes and You'd call everybody assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I wish he had gotten more of a chance in WWE, but you know. Mm-hmm. Burnt those bridges. Yep. Uh, up next we had what probably should have been a better match than it was in, uh, Ali versus Andrade. Yeah, I was somewhat disappointed too. I don't know if it was 
because of how somewhat abrupt it was broken up. It's 100% because Randy Orton came out and started RKOing everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Thanks, Randy. Yeah. Uh, That's the kind of fun stuff that I like about SmackDown that Raw doesn't seem to have is... um, even before we knew what was going to happen in the match, just when it was like, here's what's happening next. It's Mustafa Ali and uh, Andrade. Um, uh, I thought you were like, talking about the interference. I'm like, that 100% happens on Raw. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, just the, the like, seemingly like random pairing of guys that you want to see wrestle each other. Because SmackDown has like a, a really deep mid-card, really strong mid-card. Isn't like essentially the whole show the mid card, like every the whole roster? I mean, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um. Up next, the moment you've been waiting for, the moment you predicted, <laughs> the Usos versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Uh, Rowan, whatever. I always pronounce his name wrong. I, Rowan. I said it. <laughs> So do you know what this tag division needs with Daniel Bryan being cleared? And I actually, like, yeah, I'm, like, jokingly gloating about it now, but, like, logically looking at it, I think this was not only the right call, but um, I think this is actually going to be a good thing, uh, at least short term, for Daniel Bryan, because what I was kind of fearing would happen with him is the same thing they do with every, like, you know, WrestleMania feud is... Um, they have the match, babyface wins, heel gets a rematch, heel maybe gets another rematch, but like, we didn't need to see Daniel Bryan losing championship matches for the next two months, you know? Right. Um, so he just, he lost. I know they, they went ahead and just, they did his rematch on Raw. Um, but for the most part, he lost his match and then, you know, Kofi like moved on, you know, so we didn't get, Brian getting beat again and again and again and again. It's just, it seems like, um, this seems like more of a, uh, I'm done with that. I'm going to go after this now rather than like, I've run out of chances for that belt and this is like my consolation prize. This, it feels like a new, like goal, a new thing rather than settling on this because you can't have that. Yeah. Do you think that they're going to do the, the hemp championships or do you think that they're probably not going to put out the money for something like that? They probably won't. I think that the easier move would probably just be for them to refuse to bring the belts around. Uh, if they weren't going to shell out for the belts. Right. Um, although, I mean, looking at the like tag team landscape, uh, I don't, I, I wouldn't take the belts off these guys anytime soon. So it would, I think it would be a worthwhile investment. Yeah. Like I would, assuming like no other permanent roster changes are going to happen, i.e. not just a wild card. Um, I would just keep the belts on these guys until the next shakeup. <laughs> Did you think it was interesting that they're like seemingly giving them like a, a corporate like tie in? Yeah, with them kind of being endorsed by the McMahons. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting interesting. because uh, didn't Shane just 
recently have a real big problem with Vince McMahon and yeah. call him and the fans fickle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's don't you're not supposed to remember stuff like that. I remember everything. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> it always bothers me in like sitcoms where like in one episode this guy's like allergic to peanut butter, but then like years down the line on the next on some other episode he's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. I remember yeah. it. I hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh well. That's like the. Yeah. If I can gripe about AJ Styles, you can gripe about that. That's fine. Uh, but the Usos came out, and um, I don't know if this was just like because of uh, like proximity to the like Usi Hot segment. Or the like back shaving segment on Raw, but I don't know. We got SmackDown Usos. If for if never again we see them, we at least got them this one last time. Where they came out, you know, got like a quick little promo. Had some some good the, the like cartoon character thing was the crowd was into. Um, I don't know. It was good. It was good to see the the, the old Usos again. Even though nothing's really changed in ring, they just suck outside the ring. Right. Yeah. Well, not even necessarily that. It's more like uh, it's Bugs Bunny, it's, da- Daffy Duck, like outside yeah, the ring, and I hate yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm just kind of hoping this whole like like prankster stuff is gonna go the way of the animated cell block door slamming you know that only lasted for a few weeks so hopefully this does too lockdown yeah especially if they don't have like title aspirations for them if they're really just on there to be a credible threat for the vikings the yeah if they would just go back to War Raiders, all could be forgiven. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but it's fine. This is fine. This is better. Everything's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we have The Miz attacking Shane McMahon and just more attacks. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Um, we finally have a, have a sighting of women. Um, oh yeah, they do have them on the roster. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Carmella and Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. And Rose and Deville won that one. Which, honestly, I guess it's not fair to say that they're, that, that the tag division on SmackDown is so underdeveloped. It's just all of the, the depth is with the, the women. Yeah. I really think they're going to get to a point where they just give them their own show and say that separate separate but equal is equal. E. <laughs> and Lars Sullivan will rejoice. <laughs> yeah, and and he'll be joke about, And then joke about not have or having unconsensual sex with women. Good God. 
Because he doesn't look like a creep, right? Like, you can't look like that and make jokes. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You can't, like... You can't have both. He he definitely look, looks like he could have, at one point in his life, or still being in a... I feel like he's a skinhead. He's probably a skinhead. Probably. He's got some swastika tattoos somewhere. Although, he does wear, like, trunks, so it'd be hard to cover it up. It's on his butt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're finally to the end. <laughs> to close up the show. For the WWE Championship, two nights in a row, we have Kofi Kingston verse. And on this night, we had AJ Styles and Sami Zayn as his opponents. Mm-hmm. And this was a good match. A nice, fun match. Good week for Kofi. Well, I like that they're closing out shows with championship matches. Although Seth Rollins could have probably stood to have done something mm-hmm. this week. That's true. Nobody nobody seems to notice that the Universal Champion was nowhere. Oh, they're used to it. <laughs> He's just trying not to let anybody down. Yeah. That's good. That's a good way to be. Mm-hmm. Good way to be. Um... Yeah, so where does, I guess the question is, like, we know what's happening with AJ. What happens with Sammy? Um, something with Braun, it would appear. Which is, I mean, as far as the, like, match goes, they've, like, had mild interactions before, and I remember them being enjoyable, but I don't know that that's what, I kind of just want Sammy to run his mouth for, Longer. <laughs> Until Kevin Owens comes out. Maybe. I mean, that would be fun. Although they're, they're both, they're both heels again. So maybe if that, like. They were both heels before when, like, they originally turned and they were still fighting each other. That's true. Nothing's ever going to stop them from fighting. They're just going to keep fighting. They're literally fighting forever. Yeah. They, they chanted fight forever during one of their matches. They took it to heart. Yeah. That was the only time Vince ever heard that chant. Other than, you know, John Cena and Randy Orton. But I doubt anybody ever chanted Fight Forever during one of those matches. <laughs> no. No, I believe they chanted same old shit and <laughs> some other stuff. <laughs> uh, so I'd say overall, like, SmackDown was a decent show. I know ratings were, like, down, but I think it was good. And I think they're getting back to a format that's actually, like, reasonable. Um, mm-hmm. what I would like to see and to my understanding, like how AEW is going to be presented. I don't know if you've heard any details about any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW is going to be presented as a, uh, actual sport with win loss records, weigh ins, statistics, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Apparently Khan is a big, like, well, I mean, I know he's a big sports guy. You know, right. of his dad, but like, he, he's into all that stuff, so that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, it'll be nice to see like, oh, uh, this many wins, this many losses, and like have an actual, like, I don't know. Hopefully that they can get like their titles out there. I don't know if like double or nothing is gonna be where they like present the titles to everybody mm-hmm. or not, but. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I guess, I don't know. 
I don't know. Didn't they just sign somebody else? Oh, uh, Angelico. Angelico just signed with AEW. Ah. Are you familiar? Yeah, he's, uh, I, from the, uh, I, I think the only season of Lucha Underground I watched was the first one, but. Yeah. He was the, uh, the, like, motocross guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause everybody needed a gimmick. Uh, I know that's not his gimmick. No, he just looked <laughs> like it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I know Angelico. He's got a, he's, uh, a lot of the, he's got a different look than, I don't even know if he is technically a cruiserweight, but, cause he's like taller. He's like lanky. He's tall and mm-hmm. lanky. Yeah. So he's got a somewhat unique look for that. But he does like crazy stuff, like jumps off of office mm-hmm. offices onto into the ring. I don't know if you saw that one. Did you see any of his stuff when he was in like the trios matches? Uh, in lucha, or yeah, just in, in yeah, like, yeah, yeah, with uh, Evilise, Evilise, and Matt Cross. Yeah, yeah, or the Son, Son of, of Havoc. Havoc. Yeah, sorry, God, respect the gimmick. Sorry. That was a team. That yeah. was a team. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, there was a spot where he like jumped off of that like office that they have in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They had like this little like room. Yeah, he was, like, like dove off the roof of it once, right? Yeah, into the ring. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I remember that one. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Too bad that they're crashing and burning pretty hard, and they just completely like were wrecked. Hmm. Oh well. Joey Ryan got out of his contract, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always forget that that was like my first interaction with like Joey Ryan was on that show where he was like a <laughs> police He's officer. A cop, yeah. He still had the lollipop gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, AEW is going to be fun. They're going to treat it like a sport. Uh, it's going to mm-hmm. have like that kind of Japan feel with like the less seriousness, I guess. Mm hmm. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to have their own belts, or are they going to like just have all the indie belts being like defended in there? See, I I think as like a respectable promotion, they should maybe have their own like tag and uh, like world and women's championship. Maybe mm-hmm. I could also be talked out of this, um, and then. As far as like secondary or whatever championships that would be where other indies can come through and have their. Yeah, but the problem is, like, they're gonna have like guys, cause you know the NWA belt's gonna be like tied in there somewhere. Oh yeah. Um, and you can't really call that a secondary belt. Mm-hmm. It's That's 10 true. pounds of gold. Well, I mean, it would be secondary in the like, um, the sense that it's, like supplemental to like add depth to the card and not that it would, you know, necessarily close a show. Right. Yeah. We've got some exciting stuff like definitely coming up. I'm I'm excited for um Jericho and Okada too. Mhm. Um we've got so there's like good wrestling on the horizon. It's just none none of it's in the mainstream. And all of it you actually have to look out to like different sources to see. Mm-hmm. And that's annoying. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I liked about the High Spots Network so much is that you had like all of these different things at your disposal like in the same place. 
It's just none of it was live. Right. But there was like literally something for everybody. Mm-hmm. You had bar wrestling. You have um, like CZW, which is just awful. Uh, you have all the old PWG stuff. You have um, a bunch of like older stuff too. Um, but then you have like reality show or not reality shows, but like you had the Kevin Steen show. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the one with the best friends? Uh, I don't remember what they called it, but yeah, with uh, Trent and Chuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. We need something like that that's not like the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. We need like an all-inclusive. Like if fight wasn't like, a, oh, you buy each individual thing, this is all the cart. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to. I want to. Watched all of it for free for one price. Yeah. That would, if they did that with like somebody else, mm-hmm. I would not have WWE Network anymore. Yeah. But that's fine. We've got we've got money in the bank, and we'll have a preview show next week. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to come up with anything creative. But I think that we should come up with something creative for after that. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't. I don't know. We'll figure it out. When is New Japan's next show? Um, well, honestly, uh, I think the week after Money in the Bank is double or nothing. Ooh, it might be. Because it's the 25th. So, we would do a uh, Money in the Bank preview, Money in the Bank recap. Double or nothing preview, double or nothing recap. And yeah. then we come up with stuff. There you go. Yeah, double or nothing is going to be fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited for that. That's the only weekend, unfortunately, this month that I'm not off, but, you know, it's fine. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, so who's your favorite wrestler this week? Favorite wrestler this week. Um, I mean, I guess I have to go with the new tag team champs since I willed it into existence. <laughs> Rowan and uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, man, I don't even have a favorite wrestler this week. That's how that's how kind of down this all was. It's understandable. Uh, let me think. I'll go with Kofi Kingston. Back-to-back title defenses. Close That's a really good choice, yeah. We'll go mm-hmm. with Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take anything away from him. Like, he definitely deserves my praise. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to sound like, oh, I just had to come up with something. No. Thinking about it, I go with Kofi Kingston because yeah. this is what we need. It's, mm-hmm. it's not his fault that everything around him is shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about before we hop off of here? Uh, I think uh, I think we're good here. All right. Yeah. Yeah. like a wake call. You abide by the rules, but you don't have a law. You know I want it all, and I don't care if I gotta bring you through the wall. You run, but just to see you fall. This might be standing to you, but this is where the dream is, cause I want it more. You went and pulled the steel ladder, wrapped the climb into the top, and then you hesitated. If you ain't reaching for the belt, the hell you want it for? I got more attitude than rock back in 97. Say your prayers, leave you buried like I've been the reverend. We've been convinced seconds. The 
find the call is in. I give it all the way, no matter who's been following. That's what it costs to say you've been the great. That three count is the passing, now you sealed your fate. A lot of people claim they want it, most will come and go. But I'm committed for forever, welcome to the show.